oceans. Two oceans will begin. under control situation normal what happened uh had a slight weapons malfunction but uh everything's perfectly all right now we're fine we're all fine here now thank you how are you we're sending a squad up uh uh negative negative we have a, a reactor leak here uh now give us a few minutes to lock it down uh large leak very dangerous who is this what's your operating number Conversation anyway. Luke, we're gonna have company. Welcome to the Two Oceans Podcast, where myself, Sue Fire, along with my friend and congenial colleague Scrumby, discuss film and other media through a decades-long lens of mass media consumption. In this episode, we discuss our long-running relationship to Star Wars, focusing on the original trilogy from A New Hope to Return of the Jedi. This is the Two Oceans Podcast, so climb into the smuggling compartments as we get pulled into episode 24. Star Wars episode this week on May 4th. May 4th be with you. On May 4th. 4th May, whatever. Yeah, how does yeah, that translate over in Limey Land? They say, may the fourth be with you. And so, uh, it, it doesn't quite work over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would imagine. Yeah. Fourth, that may, and... may, maybe in Yoda speak. Right. <laughs> there you go. Oh. Uh, and then when somebody says it, you know, I like, you know, may the fourth be with you. And I'm like, and so also with you. Like, I just can't help turn that off, you know? So, yeah. <laughs> I, I actually talking about sort of the British side of Star Wars trivia, you know, um, when Han Solo in uh, the original trilogy, he uses a different gun to shoot Greedo, you know, the whole he shot first thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, that particular gun was made in the U.S. because the cantina scene was filmed in the U.S. Right. and they couldn't export the gun that was made over here. Um, to take with them, so they just created a whole new one. Huh. Just for that one scene, yeah. <laughs> I wonder where that lives now. Oh, God, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> so I thought we'd uh, kind of hit the original trilogy to start things off, and maybe yeah. go back to our, our roots, our very, very deep roots in Star Wars. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Yes, yes, it's uh, it's uh, so fundamental. I mean, now it seems easy, but you know, for the yeah. longest time, it was not. And, oh, we we uh, just had scraps, didn't we? We got oh. lots of toys thrown at us, but not. Well, I remember the, uh, the the there was a uh, Bloom County uh, strip once where it was uh, <laughs> the main character like took down George Lucas because he's like Jedi Knights don't wait four years for sequels because you know we had to wait. <laughs> three years between movies. Oh yeah. Or four years. Uh between Star Wars and Empire and Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> I mean it it, it kind of proved its worth. Well and also when you're doing everything uh, uh or much more 
uh, practical effects mm-hmm. rather than green screen garbage. Uh, you know, it uh, it, it uh, has an impact, I think, as well. So and the, in a lot of ways, the, but we'll talk about that. And then like the script development of the original trilogy changed quite a lot. Um, well, there was script development. Yeah, well, there was script development. Like, like <laughs> Return of the Jedi uh, had Han Solo dying at one point. Yes, and yes, it and did. and Luke just kind of going off into the wilderness at the end, which <laughs> sounded interesting. But the other changes through the through the whole series as as they went through it, and even um, so, we had different media thrown out to us. Like, I think some books came out. We had Splinter of the Mind's Eye, which Splinter of the Mind's like, Eye, uh, yes, uh, you where know, Luke and Leia are. Sort of more romantic. They don't know that they're related yet. <laughs> yeah. Actually, actually, on that note, a lot of people have sort of pointed out, um, analyzing the final scene of The Empire Strikes Back, where Luke's got his arm around Leia, and it sort mm-hmm. of pans out. And there's been a lot of supposition about what was going on there. <laughs> you know, obviously. And uh, and then we had the exploits of Han Solo. I think there's some three other books. but we, And we had the comics as well. The comics started in then, too, which were very much very much detailing yeah luke's running around in that jacket that we only saw him in briefly in the throne room or the yeah. award ceremony That's like right. i remember that being the thing like ooh, we get to see him in the chat you know it's the yeah the barbie doll thing right <laughs> but he's got a new hat uh but they were uh they were all right you know uh do you they remember really the started comics, they the gave character. the idea of fleshing out you know this idea of what, what now was like well it's not canon and all that it was like you realize we you know we grew up there was no canon you know, well, it, well, exactly, exactly. I mean, it we had hints, like from the fan club and things, right. where they talked about the Sith, right? Like right. Sith was not mentioned in any of the no. original trilogy, and the origin of of Darth Vader. Um, you know, we had little sort of bits and pieces, like it had something to do with fighting with Obi Wan and lava. You know, yeah. So, so that was down for a long time. Well, that was, and, and that he, was Splinter. Splinter in the Mind's Eye talked about that. Yeah, that he kicked. Yeah, the, the, they had the fight on the top of the volcano, and he kicked him into the volcano. Yeah, and and the comics actually had a flashback to that as well. Uh, it was a great sort of comic cover, very sort of goofy art style of that time. Yeah, with uh, the the whole kind of lava thing going on, um, and then mention of Palpatine as well, all the way back there before Empire came out. Um, so some of this stuff was in there, but uh, you know there there were some pretty pretty big changes. Um, Yes, yeah. indeed. And, uh, but yeah, the thing is, uh, you know, so first movie comes out, I'm seven. How old were you? Seven. Seven. Yeah. And, uh, couldn't, couldn't believe it. Couldn't believe my luck. Yeah. Like, uh, and how, how much fun it was versus, you know, what, <laughs> uh, what it took to get there. You know, there's a lot of good behind this, behind the making of all that, you know, behind the scenes stuff of like how it got made and how lucky it was. And basically it was having the, the lady that was the editor that saved it uh, well, more well, than anything. I mean, a lot of the production crew in in the background were essentially the same production crew that worked on 2001 A Space Odyssey. Right. As well. um, and then you had John Williams music, Ben Burt, who did the sound effects. Sound effects to this day are, are amazing, you know, iconic. Yeah. Iconic, uh, then, right? Yeah, yeah. And then you had Phil Tippett as well, and then in the whole industrial light and magic. Well, and you bring up the, so much talent yeah, there. And the, the point of, you know, uh, 2001, being like, yeah, that was sci-fi. That's what we had for science fiction. The only things outside of, you know, were like uh, schlocky, you know, 50s B-movie kind of stuff. Um, yeah. 
or schlocky like Italian stuff or something like that. Or or, or uh, like 2001 being so incomprehensible to kids of our age. Do right. You know what I mean? So, so yeah. you had like, like 2001 or uh, Silent Running as well, you know, which yeah. are, are not films that are easy for, for kids to get into. Actually, um, you know, Universal sued George Lucas because of R2-D2 saying, oh, you've taken R2-D2 from Silent Running. And <laughs> right. it was like they, they look nothing alike. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, uh, so that got thrown out. And but well, yeah, and we, the, uh... we didn't have much. Or even Planet of the Apes was as difficult to get into. It had some heavy, heavy themes. Well, and that, that was the thing. It was all heavy. Like the, the 70s sci-fi stuff you know, before Star Wars came on the scene was all dystopian, depressing, bleak. Yeah. I mean, worth watching, you know, uh, oh, totally. uh, certainly, you know, totally. uh, Logan, now. Logan's yeah. run, Omega man, you know, you can just start, you know, like I said, silent running, uh, you, know, you can just start counting them down, yeah. but yeah. none of them were for kids and none of them, you know, none of them had a spirit of adventure or anything else. They were much more, uh, you know, we're just set in a different place. Well, I, I tell you something else at that time that was appealing to me. I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. I'm guessing here that that is appealing to you. Indeed. Was that the Kung Fu movies that we had at the time. And the interesting thing about martial arts was it had this implication that there was a um, kind of almost spiritual side to it. Right. Mm-hmm. And Star Wars tapped into that with yeah. the force as well, mm-hmm. which was really kind of cool. And then we also had outdated sci-fi like. Flash Gordon, right? Right. Um, right. Which, which it's just like, okay, this is fun, but boy, it, you know, this is kind of hokey. <laughs> you know, you kind of <laughs> exactly. wish someone would take it more seriously. And we have the same thing with Batman as well. Even at that age, thinking, I wish they were more serious about it, you know? <laughs> right. um, and, and, but then you had movie executives, you know, making decisions on our behalf is, you know, the seven year olds aren't going to understand this. They don't want a serious <laughs> Batman. They want something fun, <laughs> you know? And I think it was the same thing with, uh, you know, uh, the science fiction time. So Star mm-hmm. Wars, like, pushed so many buttons. Um, and then, you know, the I, I think it's been it's such, a, such a bedrock with Star Wars because I remember when they played the making of Star Wars, and that was probably the first time I'd ever seen anything about the craft of making cinema where, you know, they spent time showing how, how Ben mm-hmm. Burt just went around just like, Mm-hmm. Uh, hitting stuff and recording it right right um and, and mixing these sounds and 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 then you, you saw you know how they built the models and all this and it was amazing it was, it was just you know there wasn't anything quite like it because they didn't make create those sort of making of of movie films until star wars you know more stuff came out after that it tended to right. be the uh effects stuff and then mm-hmm. later on they started doing these you know art of books that are quite common now of yeah. kind of major major films but right well and the other thing too is that you know for this you know all he had growing up were the same you know watching stuff before this um because i you know even at seven i'd you know consumed a lot of media yeah. in my time and uh a lot of it was uh <laughs> you know the same stuff that uh lucas was raised on so you know the you know golden you know seven voyages or golden voyages in bed uh or seventh yeah, voyage seventh voyage in bed and you know all those and you know the, the this felt like that in fact you know there's stuff l- lifted directly mm-hmm. from uh from those movies and movie. and you know Talk people the reviewers at the time yeah. then uh, tied into like oh it's like 
you know, they looked at the searchers and, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, what was it? The red castle, the Kurosawa one, basically the, uh, cool, the, uh, the, the hidden fortress, hidden fortress. Sorry. Sort yeah. Of the template for the, a new hope, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. And the fact that Lucas, uh, you know, went to Joseph Campbell to talk yeah. about mythology and to learn how to weave that better, like actually tell a story like that. You know, well, that's it, damn impressive. It It is impressive. And I, <laughs> I think he was at the peak of his form at that point. Was Yeah, was he was still a filmmaker at that he, point, he was, not an uh, entertainment yeah, icon mogul, or whatever he yeah. is, <laughs> whatever he um, became. I mean, we talk about sort of, of, of the sci-fi at the time being quite heavy and cerebral and dark. And uh, let's not, not forget that that Lucas also made THX 1138. Yes. Which, um, you know, is a solid, solid movie. But, yep. but for a seven-year-old, it, it's, 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 car, it's, it's difficult to understand. You're missing um, a lot, yeah. <laughs> and I think you made a good point there around, you know, the Harryhausen uh, stop-motion Sinbad movies. Um, what a big deal those were because mm-hmm. they, they had that real sense of fun. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, the effects were amazing. The locations were amazing. And then you also had things like the epic Westerns were uh, a- another thing that was quite interesting with things like the good, the bad, and the ugly. And then A New Hope had these settings in this vast desert. And, right. you know, oh, and, and one of the things that I miss, and it's one of the, the, the benchmarks that I use when I'm looking at Star Wars media and how it ties back to the original is I think the pacing of the first for, of a new hope is very, very good. Um, you have this, you open with this action sequence and um, it really sort of kicks off the entire story. And then it drops down a beat when three PO and R2D2 are separated in the desert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember it, it feeling quite slow, but mysterious. I had no yeah. idea where it was right. going to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, then we came across the Jawas and all that. And, mm-hmm. and I don't think I have, I've, I've seen it come close in, in, in some episodes of the Mandalorian um, where it, it lets you soak in the location. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, and you didn't know what was going to happen next. And it's, 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 it continued in Empire Strikes Back as well, where, you know, where are they going to go to now? Oh, Cloud City. Well, you had no idea they're going to go to Cloud City, you know. <laughs> right. um, uh, you know oh, they're in an asteroid field now. You know, I, I love that uh, not knowing and feeling like it was a bit of a, a road trip, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, and I kind of missed that in the third movie with Jedi, which which didn't feel like a road trip. And I, I, think, no. I think, you know, um, yeah, I it's it's just one of those things that that I, that really makes me feel like ah oh, this is this is very true to the original series. I love the fact that they're going in all different directions now, um, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, I, I I do did hope that when they had the sequel trilogy that they would they would go that direction too. And again, it didn't feel like it. It sort of felt no, a little bit didn't. more patchwork, you know. Uh, well, I say they didn't, except for Last Jedi. The Abrams yeah, films didn't. The Johnson film did. I I I think the Johnson film is my favorite out of, oh, out of all. By of far, those. yeah. Um, and the yeah. reason being, I would say it's the same thing. He's, you know, he was in love with the original source stuff like we were, that like Lucas was, mm-hmm. and so he's going for that to make a Star Wars movie, not going to the original Star Wars movies to make a new Star Wars movie, which is what Abrams right. did. 
And that's why they're so flat and uh, not as good as his. It was just like a bunch of ideas just thrown up on the screen. And some of them yeah. are good, some of them are bad, but they, they don't all hang together. It's the uh, the South Park member berries thing. Member? <laughs> member Chewbacca? You know. Uh, exactly. So. And well, the other thing, too, is that uh, when I saw Star Wars, again, as a kid, and a seven-year-old, I, you know, all, all I had was like, you know, TV channel, you know, four channels, and one of them just showed old movies all the time. Right. So when it came on, you know, I knew uh, Harrison Ford, I knew uh, Alec Guinness, and I knew right. Peter Cushing because they'd been in all these other movies and I had seen yeah. them. And, you know, it was like, oh, look, it's Van Helsing. Oh, now he's a bad guy again. He's like in, in Dr. Frankenstein. Okay. Uh, and, from uh, Force 10 from Navarone. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or, uh, yeah, there's, and then there's a guy from the gray flannel suit or, uh, you know. Um, I, 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 we talk about all the talent, but we and we've already sort of touched on how many different genres you get in uh, right? Hope as well, uh, because as you know, those, those those old World War II dogfights, which were always kind of exciting, but always really short, and <laughs> yeah. uh, then you had this this epic sequence of the you know the trench run in mm-hmm. the original trilogy. Which um, speaking of World War II movies, you know, he lifted from Dam Busters. Which I oh, hadn't exactly. seen at the time, you know, yeah. in, in the UK, of course, that's like that's the staple dad movie, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but you know, here it's not quite the same. Probably be like Longest Day, maybe here or something like that, right? Uh, Tora, 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 something like that. But but you know, he's he lifted you know literal dialogue uh, directly from that uh, from that movie into the end of uh, into the the uh, attack. And it's the same setup, isn't it? It's, yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. And it's still the same. Like, there's no way. <laughs> this is gonna work <laughs> and the only sad thing about that is at the time that they when they filmed it and i i think this is great that they at least had the intention of this is that there were female fighter pilots mm-hmm. in in that run but they all got yep. cut out but they then they got, got brought cut. back in for rogue yeah. one yes yeah they were able to they had the footage yeah which is which Indeed. is really cool. yeah which was nice yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah which was good um and yeah uh, yeah, it, I'm trying to think of, of, of I mean, in, in, in so, so, so we had that original movie, which which it almost felt like a standalone. I don't remember it. I think originally when it played, it didn't say episode one, episode no. four. I mean, A New Hope. I, th- I think that got added uh, at a later release. I don't think so, it did. I think I think it was part of, you know, that weirdness of it. It's like, why are we starting yeah. with four? Uh, who cares? Uh, and it was a new right. hope. It's like, well, what was the old hope or what? Uh, I don't, you know, right. that I remember being confused by that as a kid, like what, what? And then like, and then just moving past it. Cause the rest of it was so fun. Uh, but yeah, this still, I think, no, cause Lucas, you know, wrote it out originally said, no, let's start here. You know, again, being at the peak of his creativeness, it's also the peak of his arrogance, uh, in terms of being a creative. So he's like, yeah. oh, well I have this massive space opera to tell. I'm going to start yeah. at this point in the story. <laughs> Which, which 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 has worked out to a degree I, which I, actually I think, worked somehow yeah 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 <laughs> um i mean the weird thing is 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 there's all the talk about alec guinness not liking star wars but i've seen a video this week of him talking about star wars and i think it's a lot more tempered because he said when he he got the script he was going to say no he's just like yeah. i don't do science fiction 
but there was something that made him keep turning the pages and he wanted to know what was going to happen next. And <laughs> the dialogue was clunky, but he liked the story. And he obviously, you know, worked with Lucas to to improve the dialogue that was on there. And he mentioned um, when talking to Lucas how much Lucas was also inspired by Tolkien. Mm-hmm. Uh, because in an early draft, Luke and his relatives were originally meant to be uh, small people. Oh, um, so huh. just like Frodo and, you know, the mm-hmm. hobbits, basically. Nice. Um, but but that changed at some point. He was like, I am your father. Wow. <laughs> you yeah. <know>? Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. And, yeah. Th- and then we had uh, David Lynch passing on uh, directing Jedi as well. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> well, and the, the fact, too, you know, you said, you know, bring up the point about the standalone uh, of it. It's like, you know, we had no idea, that, you know. Not like now, like we had no idea there was going to be a sequel. Yeah. Like we weren't clamoring for a sequel. We weren't, you know, you didn't do that at the time. That wasn't a thing that didn't exist, totally. you know? Totally. And, and the idea of then when this other, you know, you start hearing the rumblings of like, oh, they're doing another Star Wars movie. Like, really? Like you had no idea. Like wh- how, how does that work? Um, yeah. Yeah. You know, the only thing uh, that got sequels were like screwball comedies. Uh Oh, oh, and and, and half the time with those, you would get a different cast. Oh, totally different. Yeah, and, everything's different. Yeah, and yeah, they were it, they were never good. Different. And it kind of ignored the con- like continuity didn't happen in yeah. sequels. And they were never good. And yeah, yeah. Um, and I mean, oh, this is another bit of trivia that I got, and it's it's it, it's one I don't see very often, and. It's the weirdest, and I think it's probably my favorite piece of Star Wars trivia, mm. is uh, Chewbacca's outfit, right? Mm-hmm. It's human hair. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And if you think about it, you think, huh, yeah, there isn't an animal that has hair like that. Right. And it's it was all done by human hair, by the uh, the costume makers <laughs> over here. Um. Which kind of makes sense <laughs> because yeah. as, as it looks like really well conditioned human hair, doesn't it? Um, but yeah, yeah, weird the kind of stuff that you wouldn't do nowadays. Um, <laughs> yeah, these cancer patients don't need these wigs. We'll have them for this this Star Wars epic. Um, <laughs> and the other one that I think is quite quite good is uh, Samuel L. Jackson's lightsaber was engraved mm-hmm. with the same words that were on his wallet. Wallet. Fiction. Fiction. Yeah. yeah. That one. Yeah. I knew, yeah which was, <laughs> then he, uh, yeah. And he chose the purple. He was like, why not? Why, I want purple. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, well, we can't. And all of a sudden there's a whole, all of a sudden, magically this whole mythos around the crystals, uh, uh, crystal around lightsaber colors and what they do and all that sprung up. Yeah. And it was like, Oh, we need to explain all this. But again, it goes back to that whole Kung Fu thing. You look and Mm -hmm. you think about the old films with the sort of master and apprentice and it, it, it very much kind of echoes Yoda, right? You have this quiet, wise old, uh, who's also a master, right? You wouldn't want to mess around with them, even though they they look as weak as anything, they would be able to block anything you could throw your way. He's the main leader from seven samurai, you know, that that goes down (laughs) to pose as a priest. So he shaves his head. To go in to to try to you know diffuse a situation with no, without violence, you know, uh, and then this and, you know, and, kick-ass samurai epic is is you know here's your hero is the one that doesn't want to use violence that doesn't want to be a hero and be uh, that quiet 
quietly wise as well. Yeah. Uh, on top of everything else. Um, yeah. That's why, that again, like, yeah. Pre- prequel wise, I was just, uh, everybody's like, oh, Yoda with the lightsaber. And I was like, uh, yeah. That's not, I mean, I guess, yeah, that would have to be true at some point, but there's certain, there was, again, the same certain point of it. It's like he didn't need to be. Well, uh, this is the other thing, Ing, that the, uh, I, I think the Prinkles did quite badly was uh, the whole midichlorian. Midichlorian. Fucking well, midichlorian. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah, like, 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 like just, you know, I, I I sincerely hope because we're we're up to this point now of digital technology where they can <laughs> actually, you know, hopefully they've kept some of the raw material from the making of the prequels um, mm-hmm. to, to actually just redo it uh, in the look <laughs> and feel, uh, you know, use the same performances, you know, or, you know, uh, but uh, to get rid of some of that stuff because the midichlorians just takes the magic away from the force. Uh, do you, you, know, have, you don't want to uh, explain it. Yeah. You know, uh, I don't want it explained. It, 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 it's, it's like going, uh, you know, giving you the backstory of characters that you're like, I never asked for the backstory to these characters. Exactly. Doesn't you know? need it. Um, doesn't need it. Doesn't need it. And Do you have uh, uh, Leia's what queued up? Because that was my reaction in the theater <laughs> on that with the, with the, like, it's mitochondria. You just call them medical. Really? It's cellular. <laughs> it's, really? Yeah. It was so contrived and so. Bad. It's a connection to every living thing, but only if you have, you know, the right combination in your bloodstream. This I mean, is the other thing I didn't like, and it's one of the things that I liked about Ryan Johnson's was as the end of that was saying even the the impoverished sweeper boy can connect to the force. You know, yes, no connection. They brought, he brought be, it back exactly. Yeah, yeah, you could be an absolute nobody, and and, and yeah. be, be you strong didn't have to have parents with the name of Skywalker oh. or Palpatine or and, 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 whatever well, this bullshit. Is... Sorry, sorry, they, getting off yeah, track yeah. there. And, and I liked Ray, right? I I, oh, I just I hated that. I thought that was so unfair to her, and yeah. um, so unfair it, to every fucking character. To, yeah, totally, totally. Um, I I did, and 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 without that, I would have accepted her taking on the name Skywalker at the end, right? Sure, I, I would have accepted that. I think, think, yeah. think that's the fine. the legacy, the idea, you know, it becomes, and you know, they could have traced that arc better of how the, you know, how the person becomes the symbol, because yeah. you know that's. You know, you have that in Rogue One, say, and talking about newer Star Wars, you know, you have that yeah. there and you have that uh, with Rebels and you have that, you know, where, you know, things move to become more important than just the person. And, you know, that's an important piece of, you know, human, uh, uh, you know, uh, evolution and uh, societal and civilization mm. uh, uh, development, you know, is around those kind of ideas yeah. and ideals. And you could have had that instead. Nope. Well, you've got to very... spend you've got to spend like all your resources in three Star Wars shows to retcon the stupid Rise of Skywalker bullshit. Well, you know we we've already had to retcon the original trilogy, right? And Filoni did a great job of it. You oh know? sure. Um, even to the point that, and and no disrespect here to to the actors and the, the movies because you know they had to to, to live with dialogue that, that you know, <laughs> it was awful was was pretty awful um but the writing for anakin in the oh. clone wars was made him so, so much more of a sympathetic character and yeah um which 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 it because because in the movies he always had that 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 dark side right yeah 
if 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 he, he, that wasn't necessary until you got to the third movie because that would have right. made such more of an impact mm-hmm. knowing he's a great guy i really like him yeah, knowing a reason why everybody feels bad yeah 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 totally totally um and 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 the one mistake that they made with the sequel trilogy which i i can yeah yeah anyhow i don't want to compare the two 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 prequel <laughs> and sequels but 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 i i the I, I couldn't believe that they hadn't planned out the full trilogy before starting filming the first episode. Yeah. I could not believe that. Um yeah. so disappointing. Um making it up as they go, pretty much. And yep. it's a shame that Dave Filoni didn't have as much power as he does now. Right. Because you know, and I, I'm hoping that Ahsoka does very well because that'll that'll support him even more. But you know, I, I think he's he's been able to talk to George Lucas one to one. Mm-hmm. take lucas's ideas some of which are naff and some which are are brilliant and actually be able to make something of that and and it's it it works out really well it, yes. it and it feels very authentic to star wars so lucas somewhere in his brain still still has that connection to you know this universe that he created sure. yeah. i just just don't think he can express it as well as someone like dave filoni exactly well, and Filoni's got our passion and level of interest and passion. Yeah. In in believing in the story and wanting to do it right rather than seeing it as a business to sell toys. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Which, you know, that's all the prequels were. There's and, there's there is nothing commendable <laughs> in the prequels. Nothing. I, I will just uh, <laughs> I will stand and will die on that. People are like, oh no, the story, you know, Filoni will go off about how important the story is about the development. I'm like I'm like, again, didn't need it. Ultimately, I'm not saying you're wrong about, you know, what you've, what, what he focuses on there when he mm-hmm. gets passionate about it, but we didn't need it. He didn't well, need those at all. I, I, I think these sort of main beats between those three movies, there were, the, the interesting ideas were mentioned, but never fleshed out. And then the most boring ideas were the ones that got fleshed out <laughs> and were, right. you know, it, it, which is why Clone Wars had so much scope because they're like, Oh gosh, you left all this behind? Well, you know, <laughs> we'll develop that. And you know, it turned into something quite interesting. And I think I think they shoehorn themselves as well, going like it has to be a trilogy, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. In a lot of ways, I think it would have worked better as a, a, a television. Well, we it's been proven so yeah, that it right. works better as a television show. Yeah, yeah. The the prequels are passionless there because I mean, it's also because it's all about Jedi, for one. I mean, that's another thing. There's no Han Solo. And that just yeah. pissed me off so much because it was so obvious. Then there was no humor. There was no, yeah. you didn't care about any of the characters. In fact, you wanted to see them like come to harm. <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> Except for the only cool character they introduced, Darth Maul. And then they kill him in, in the first one by chopping him in half. Like, what the? Yeah. What? Well, so so you had Maul and you had I I like General Grievous quite a bit uh, as well, but again he didn't get much uh, much use really. Not not um, in the prequels, I think. In no, the not, uh, not in the prequels. I, I, the obviously in the, the 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 series, you know, a, a lot yeah. of a lot of mm-hmm. development there. Yeah. Um. Or or Count Dooku. Same, same with know. Dooku. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, another and 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 I would say objectively, these are great characters, right? Oh, and they've yeah. got some they've got some good lines in 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 the movie, but boy, do they have to wade through a lot to to get to that? I mean, the fact oh. that at none of the clones 
ever existed, they were all digital, is one of the most obnoxious uh, Mm. (laughs) facts about the the prequel trilogy. Why? Why? You know, why change the formula? Um, And and for, you know, in terms of the money that he had, it wasn't money. He he, could have produced the whole thing on his own, you know. So it's a shame. It's a shame. Um, Just getting too excited by the new toys, I think. Mm -hmm. Well, and nobody tell him no. That's what clearly the prequels are. No one was there to tell him, this is a shit idea, George. Jettison this. Um, you know, it's just the more successful you are, the harder that is to to do. Well, he right? invited around Scorsese and Spielberg and all these big hotshot directors, Coppola. And and no one would tell him, no. George. What is well, this? Well, you know, because spine- well, they're all spineless motherfuckers. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, there's a good reason for that. They had there's you know after their own interests, the idea of them fostering art at least at that time in their careers yeah. is garbage. You know, it's nice to see now as they've gotten older. You know, those particular directors like uh, just an aside, you know, Scorsese praising Ari Aster and uh, Bo is afraid, yeah. like saying no, yeah. here, look, this. You know, getting more into the the film festival idea and that you know promoting and rather than producing and you know kind of thing and right. like good for you okay that's good and uh i saw you know spielberg saying that he really regretted the re-editing et to remove the guns and give them walkie talkies uh and that and he was like films shouldn't be touched that way you shouldn't go back and do that that's wrong i'm like yeah everybody told you that at the fucking time but you didn't listen because nobody could tell you anything nobody could tell you no and and now they're like, yeah, those were mistakes. Like, yes, we told you then. I'm still <laughs> telling you now. But, you know, at least now you just saved yourself. I've beaten at my hands if I ever meet you. Well, uh, this is the other thing. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to turn all that energy on to J.J. Abrams instead. <laughs> <sighs> well, you, you I like Abrams, J. J. too. That's a problem. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I. I I mean, this is the other thing is, is we talk about the studio wanting to make money, but sometimes they look, they, they just ignore, uh, open sources of money. Like say, for example, like (laughs) like, the, the, there are a lot of people who would love to have a release of the original trilogy in the original format. Unfucked with. Yes. Uh, Yeah, exactly. And, 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 and the only way that you can get hold of that now is, through uh pirate sites right japanese laser disc because they 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 exist yeah i've (laughs) i've got them yeah on uh, on a burn on a uh, off of japanese import you know somebody got had the the uh the laser disc from japan so you know quality is not great but it's they've remastered them now by the way oh they've remastered them to 4k uh, all three of the original uh movies um so you remember how when you saw the tie fighters you had those little square boxes or Uh Yeah, yeah, they fixed all of that. They, they or the things up. he um, does the loop in Empire, and it you, you see exactly. the reflection of. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so but, you they, know that they, was they, again part of the time. That was part of the appeal. We're like, yeah, no problem. Oh, oh yeah, the Rancor kind of, stop motion, sure, totally. no problem. Right, 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 totally. <laughs> and and uh, it it was good, but 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 it wouldn't. It would be you know a special edition. It doesn't mean that is the edition. Right, but there are people out there who are clamoring for that. And oh. it's like, no, 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 no. We don't want to do that. Why? Why not? Why? You know? yeah. Oh, here's another avenue of which one is, is like, and we don't want to show a Han Solo shooting first. It's like, he clearly shot first and that he... lame attempt that you had to undo it. Just That's also convincing. like, yeah. And undoing it makes him less of a character, not more. Yeah. 
end, not showing Jabba the Hutt in A New Hope is so much better, right? <sighs> that mystery around Jabba the Hutt and hearing mm-hmm. his name mentioned from, you know, in, in A New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, it built up his character. And by the time that mm-hmm. you got to Return of the Jedi, you're like, who is it? And the first thing you hear is that laugh, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Um, and it, and this amazing practical effect yeah. that they did like, for Java. What the hell is that? Exactly. And 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 it's incredible. But trying to put him into that scene when he was originally meant to be this 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 man um, doesn't yeah. work. It's 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 definitely meant to be. Um, uh, you know, an extra on on the DVD yep. exactly. <laughs> and nothing more. Hey, right? here's the thing. Here's an idea we had, and we didn't go with it. But here's what originally. Oh, neat. There you yeah. go. Moving on. Totally. I, I've I've seen lots of clips <laughs> in a lot of movies oh. that uh, are great scenes, right? Um, but the editor made made the de- decision that in terms of the pacing and the cut of the film. It just doesn't fit. It, it not. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean it's not canon or didn't work in the story. <laughs> right. It just broke the flow of 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 the movie or was unnecessary. You know that and yeah, and the menace and Han's constantly on the run. He never see. You know, he knows what he looks like. You know, him and Chewie know what he looks like. And you know, they're trying to get away from him, and that's why you have such a nice payoff with the you know the end of the second and the beginning of the third. Yeah, totally. Totally. Oh, and, and then and he's then, dead. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's gone. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> a kiff from uh, yeah. Futurama. Futurama. Um, <laughs> yeah. The movie executive's assistant. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, the original Star Wars comes out. It's amazing. We haven't seen anything like it. No idea that a sequel's coming, and then the sequel comes, and it's like, what? and everybody's like, but it, but you know, everybody at the end of that is like, but what? Ed, but huh? Yeah. What? Yeah. I'm like, oh, I guess and we're getting another movie. That's cool. <laughs> but the other thing was like, wait, what? Yeah, you know, there was a lot of that, and it's like, you know, outrage. The idea that you would cliffhanger a movie. Nobody exactly. did that. Also, <laughs> you know, that didn't happen either. And that goes back to the original uh, Flash Gordon series, yes. right? Mm-hmm. They, they always had a cliffhanger. Everything, you know, all those old serials like that, yeah. Yeah. And I think, I think, and it was part of the, you know, and I have a you know, this theory about why Empire, why the script for the story for Empire and why em- the movie is so strong is one, uh, Lucas didn't direct it, for one. Uh, yeah. He took that step back and allowed him to concentrate more. He was also writing uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark at right. the same time. And doing that same thing, going back to these old serials, you know, some original source material to make something new um, out of it, but also a nice homage and that sort of thing, you know, really helped hone and tighten and focus and make everything stronger. You know, the, uh, the relationships Mm. in the first movie are pretty superficial because you're entered, you're, you're meeting these characters for the first time. Yeah. Um, in the, in this, you know, in the second one, you meet, uh, basically one new character. I mean, you kind of meet the emperor, but not really. Yeah. Um, yeah. you meet Lando, everything else is that core group and their relationships and like, and w- what they've gone through together in the time off, you know, off, off screen, uh, uh, history yeah. and then where they're at now and where they go. And it's so much better because of that. They, instead of oh, going no. the spectacle, they turn it in. 
right? Instead of turning it out and you still have like you, your point before the different locations, the, the chase, the thrill, the adventure. Yeah. Um, but the, again, you talk about the pacing from the first one, which does not match the pacing of the second one, which also does not match the pacing from the third one. Mm. The third one yeah. is kind of the weakest version of those trying to get those true. elements from the previous two movies. I mean, again, I still love Jedi. Don't get me wrong, but uh, yeah. it is the weakest of the three because, well, because of the Ewoks and because of that. Um, well, and, and, and the other thing like the Ewoks and, and it's one of the things that they could have leaned into a little bit and it's hinted at in the movie is the Ewoks were going to eat them. Yes. They were going to eat them. If it yeah, they've, for, they've for eaten others. Um, and yeah. I think they, they, they could have, have balanced out the cuteness mm-hmm. <laughs> with that um, yeah. uh, a bit more. Um, I'm sure at some point that they will do that in some of well, the and options. you know uh one of the when i was making my list for star wars stuff and i was ranking things and such too one of the subsections i did was uh for video games right yeah and in one of those uh the battlefront 2 there was a there was a mode yeah. later that was ewok hunt and it's terrifying which is, and it is it's a they've, they've recut it there's videos where they've used it as like making it into a horror movie uh, Star it's Wars is a horror movie. Not much because work you need to do. It exactly. Is it is yeah. It is terrifying. And it's like, you know, all of a sudden these little cute little furballs that were obviously, you know, meant for children and to sell toys um, for the most part, uh, yeah. uh, uh, you know, become all of a sudden these just, you know, uh, 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 you know, badgers with right, bloodlust, right. you know, with an agenda. Well, that was the thing. Instead of being teddy bears, market them as honey badgers. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. Small, but bears. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but, you know, that also, you know, okay, so the Ewok thing then shoots me back off to the Star Wars TV idea. And for us, Star Wars and TV were, Oof. the combination was po- that exactly poison. Because the first, the first thing we got was the holiday special. Oof. That was the first thing. And then you had the Donnie Marie special, Star Wars special. And there was another. T- and, 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 and again, you Ewok had movies and well. the Ewok adventures. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah. And the shows, which were awful. Droids. Terrible. Um, <laughs> I, I will actually say that that watching the holiday special was probably the first experience in my life that I would say I was drunk. <laughs> or I thought I was hallucinating. Hallucinating. I mean, thought I was on drugs. The, the whole thing made no sense, and it felt like my brain was fried. Like, like I was watching it and going, "What? What is going on here?" You um, know, in my time, I've watched a lot of difficult movies, a lot of ones that were really tough, <laughs> French horror films, what have you. Really difficult situations. Nothing traumatized me like that Star Wars holiday oh, special. Nothing. Because totally. I still then, like. I, I still twitch. Boba Fett. And oh. and the uh you know the the what's the big thing he's writing that's turned up in the in oh the mythosaur the mythosaur is in there and 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 you had that bit but at, at at that point because it was so handcrafted with animation that they could only afford like four minutes yeah and and it, like, you know why it, don't you stay on that why are we going back to this crap I, I yeah I could have watched that the entire time and I, th- I th- if I remember correctly they like split it in the mm-hmm. episode as well. So they, they were did. Like, like, oh, okay, here, here's this bit. And you're going to have to wait. You're going to have to wade through all this, this musical numbers and all this other bullshit. Art Carney. Or, oh my God. You know, I actually, the one, one thing that I, I think was very good though, uh, that did not take itself seriously, which was, I was fine with was, um, uh, the star Wars episode of the Muppets. 
Um, yes, I think that worked. Brilliantly. That worked. Yes, yeah, I I, I think that would that would, that was great. Um, and you know, well, and I think it, <laughs> it was also a fortunate thing. I think that's what led into Yoda becoming uh, the characterization we got. Yeah, the the visual and the you know with Frank Oz getting involved and, and the Frank idea Oz that the, the and the, this game as well exactly and the idea that oh this could work like how do we make Yoda I'm like oh we just make a puppet easy <laughs> you know he was like oh, totally. oh yeah no problem we've been doing this for years we got this you know <laughs> <laughs> or, or you look come, at movies that that even of that time uh like like, like, like labyrinth right mm-hmm. or um dark you know, crystal or dark crystal and things like that and and but but I, I think of labyrinth a lot because that's where they were able to create these huge creatures right yeah. that walked around that were there that were among the actors and were were convincing and i never understood why there we didn't see more movies without it because i remember mm-hmm. at the time thinking this is the future this is the direction to go in <laughs> right and uh you know it We've never seen anything like it except the um, uh, now canceled um, Dark Crystal series that came out a couple years ago, which which Mm -hmm. I really enjoyed. And I think it didn't get its fair shake to to continue. I thought it was a solid first series. But um, actually going back to Empire, one thing that I will point out, one of the things that we get a lot in the subsequent movies are lightsaber battles. Right. Mm-hmm. And what I will say is in the original series, the dialogue is almost more important or as important in the duels than than that that, that action itself. I, th- I think the dialogue, I can remember all the dialogue that Vader and Luke say mm-hmm. in Empire, Obi-Wan and Vader in the first one. And then again, that that uh you know the the, the duel in Return of the Jedi as well as I really remember that dialogue. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I had seen anything quite like that until the Obi-Wan series, which, you know, it's a bit hit and miss. Mm-hmm. But that that uh, face-to-face with Vader, I think, got that, where mm-hmm. the dialogue between them and that tension and that real emotion that kind of grounds it is what makes a great lightsaber fight Mm-hmm. Whereas it's like in Revenge of the Sith, I thought it was the dialogue didn't happen until the very end. We had to watch them, blah, you know, just yeah. spin all over the place. Yeah. And there was no taunting. There was no appeals. There was no, there, there was, was nothing. Like back and forth. Yeah. 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 It was um, like, oh, look at the, they're on a green screen and this is all that. And then the, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the ridiculously over the top, annoying score from Williams. Again, somebody else who fucking lost it. Uh, <laughs> fucking you know, like, no, this is dramatic. Let me tell you how to feel. Like, fuck yeah. you. You know, no, yeah. you don't tell me how to. You show. That's what movies do. Show, don't tell. If 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 the showing matched the music, oh yeah, and, and, which it and, and did it once upon level. a time. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it was it was it was like having a fanfare for I don't know. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, something squalid. It was, yeah, no, no. But th- th- those lightsaber fights, and I expect Filoni to do the same thing in the Soka series. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, he even did uh, in his episode of uh, Mandalorian that introduced the live action Ahsoka, yeah. right? And that that was that was that was so well done. That was so well done. Um, yeah. Very excited yes. for that series. Indeed. Um, but, so yeah, Empire again came out of nowhere. Loved it. 
it was so much darker too. You know, it's like just moving the story along. You know, they took a lot of risks. Oh, they did. That. But uh, I mean, the, the one thing that I remember, uh, the, the main thing I remember is at the very beginning or in the beginning, you know, segment of the movie, Luke's hanging upside down and his lightsaber is there and he reaches for it and he starts and it starts to move. We're like, what? What? Wait, wait what? Right. An empire the for- establishes the whole The force, force can do that? Yeah. yeah. Like, we had no idea. It was yeah. never used that way in the in Star Wars. Star Wars, the force, I mean, he uses the, the uh, mind trick and yeah. the noise yeah. thing, and that's it. And then uh, don't forget. And Vader the uses the, the choking. Movie, they, 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 they also can call out to each other as yeah. well. You know, mm-hmm. my uh, father. Well, it time, just, you, you know. have that thing at the beginning. And then obviously his training with Yoda, you know, kind of explain it to us too. But the fact you buy at the end, you're like, oh yeah, sure. They'd be able to have that connection. He'd be able to do that. You know, you're like, yeah, you've established it, uh, you know, early on in your story. And now this callback is like, oh yeah, I'm sure the force can do that. Force can do anything. If you have, and then, oh, if you have the right combination of, you know, vitamin D or whatever. (laughs) (sighs) Oh God. Well, you see, they okay, when they did the Clone Wars series as well, um, they expanded on the mythology of the Force without explaining very much. Like, I, I don't know. Do, do you recall that episode where there was father, daughter, and that's son? That's what I think. Yep. Oh, yeah. They took and, it to the next level. And right. that was amazing. And then, if anything, it actually made more questions. It didn't, it wasn't an end of the line like midichlorians are. It's like, Oh, right. just this yeah. that that just mm-hmm. was like what <laughs> you know and and they also use that as an opportunity to give anakin a bit of a sneak peek of where yeah. he's headed of where he's yeah. headed and and you know they also resurrect ahsoka there you know because she dies yeah. in that series yeah in that story and the daughter you know she becomes that side of the force then which, you know, I don't think that's really explored enough in, in terms of her backstory. Like yeah. she, you know, that's why her and Anakin are like that close. It's like, because they yeah. are meant to be those warring sides that have to exist to have that semblance in the middle, you know. Uh, but that's uh, great. That's yeah. great. Again, it goes back to that, that, that sort of, of Eastern uh, martial arts mm-hmm. kind of philosophy yep. thing um, where, you know, uh, in, it, it's got a real world equivalent of, mm-hmm. you know, this sort of self-discipline and being in control of yourself and being connected to the people around you. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's not magic, but it does have a real world equivalent. Whereas midichlorians is, you know, like, what, what is it? COVID? <laughs> what, right. are we, what are you going to compare it to? Um, I can take some supplements and get more than midichlorians. <laughs> no, like Popeye, it, you know? Yeah. I, I, I just want that written out of canon. I, oh. I, I just think that, and, and, and Liam Neeson, and I think Liam Neeson was great in the role oh, that he was given. Um, he was given. But God, that role, that role just oh. did not work. It's so sad because um, it's just like phoning. I mean, it's completely phoned in because it has to be like, you know, it's not his fault. Uh, I'm not saying Liam Neeson not, yeah. phoned in the performance. Uh, it's just the performance. The, it's the way it's written is so fucking terrible. And he's, he's forced to sit in front of green screens the entire oh. time. So we didn't even have the uh, technology we have now where the actors can actually see what they're acting against. Yeah. But, so there's but, no, I mean, there's no threat. There's no impetus. There's no uh, uh, passion. Everything is just 
reads as flat as a green screen. It's just and, and the other thing is a new hope started with flawed characters. They had somewhere to grow into. Mm-hmm. And what you had at the beginning of the the other trilogies are people who are basically already perfect. Yeah. Pretty much. You know, yeah. they 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 they, they, they 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 didn't want to show the darkness, and that's what I don't like about that sort of whole Han Solo, uh, you know, didn't shoot first thing. Was mm-hmm. no, that's important because as yeah. as as he is not a moral character at the beginning of the yeah. movie, not at all. Right. Um, but you and need he's... to give him somewhere to grow into, right? Yeah. Right, and that's why uh, again with Last Jedi, Benicio del Toro's character. Yeah. Uh, not only that he exists, but what he brings up, he's like, oh look. War profiteers are profiteering off the rebellion, or the you know the, uh, or whatever they were called. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, in that, as much as the empire, as much as the first order, you know, it's like look. Yeah. And then his thing is like, yeah, of course I'm going to turn you in. Uh, they offered more money. <laughs> yeah. Duh. It's like you know, there's just that reality of it that I love, uh, rather than like, oh, everybody's good and going to fight for the right thing. Right. Are they though? You know. And they're playing, yeah, he was playing both sides. And mm-hmm. yeah, that, that was that was kind of a nice touch. I mean, in that that is where, you know, it's the gray areas that are interesting, right? In, yeah, in any exactly. story that you tell. Um, which, which is why it's kind of nice to have, you know, this this sort of dark and light sides. But they tend not, you, you can only use them sparingly. So you're, you're, you're right. Luke's. And your Vader's and all of this. We're, we're, this is what makes Ahsoka quite interesting. I am no Jedi, right? Yeah. She, she, she is. She is somewhere in between. She's trying mm-hmm. to find herself. And the Jedi, you know, weren't all that great after all, were they? You know, it's like, um, or the Bad Batch, you know, the outsiders. Um, yep. And you didn't have any of that at the beginning of the movies. Um, yeah. You know, Poe Dameron was as yeah, kind of swashbuckling. But he was returning the Jedi Han Solo already. And did he go anywhere over the course of those three movies? Of course he didn't, because they didn't no. plan it. He's basically right. the same person he was mm-hmm. at the very start. Exactly. You know, yeah. Arrogant at the beginning. And <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. where do you go? Um, I mean, Ray was the most interesting one. It was one. Um, and it, what I loved in Empire Strikes Back, going back to it, is some of the surreal imagery that you had there. Mm-hmm. Luke going down into, you know, with with his lightsaber, even though Yoda said, you don't need to take that with you, yeah. right? And and that made you nervous right there. It's like, is that a good idea? And then mm-hmm. he goes down, chops off Vader's head, and the mask opens, and it's his own face in it. Now, that, that again, kind of echoes some of that more mature science fiction that we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. And um, in the second of the uh, sequel trilogy, when Rey sees all those reflections of herself, right, moving slightly mm-hmm. out of sync, um, I really like that because I that echoed yeah. that scene with Vader to me. This sort mm-hmm. of surreal David Lynch, what's going on here kind yeah. of scene that you could interpret and is never fully explained. Right, and the the darkness existing simultaneously and can just latch on to even the yeah. most simple or well meaning sort of things. And yeah. I thought that scene with the stump in Empire as well is that when when Yoda told Luke, you know, you'll only come across what you take in with you. Mm-hmm. So 
he shouldn't have taken his weapon, <laughs> you know, right. um, uh, and that's immediately what sort of made you made me kind of nervous in that. But yeah, that movie was super dense in terms of of, of oh, yeah. what it stuffed in there, you know. Um, <clears throat> and the and like I said again to go back to the idea of pacing in these and, and like some sort of cinematic uh, nod or structure, you know, to a proper proper yeah. cinema. Uh, you know, the whole thing with, you know, he spends majority of that movie on Dagobah. There's, there's not, and it's not action packed Yeah, in, in that, right. It's all learning. It's all going to school. It's all math or, yeah, totally. you know, theory and <laughs> versus, you know, then you intercut that nicely with, uh, uh, you know, uh, what's going on in the millennium Falcon and, and, uh, uh, Han and Leia's relationship finally. You know him finally wearing wearing her out. Well, <laughs> I mean, they've got a lot that happens in the characters there. And oh, going yeah. back like the character development. How does Lando Calrissian first appear? Right, he's deeply flawed, but oh, gosh, yeah. you kind of understand the situation he's in as well as you know they arrived before you did. I'm doing the best yeah. I can here. Yeah, um, you know, even um, uh, even C three PO in in Empire is like a dick, and everybody hates him, and you see why. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the first movie, it's like, oh, it's 3PO. Oh, he's a little, you know, whatever. You know, you don't really yeah. think of him in any sort of characterization versus, you know, in, in Empire, you're like, everybody's just like, oh, you know, uh, everybody's, everybody shares Han's frustration with him. Like, yeah, we're done with this. Like, you know, just stop talking. Like, they just switch him off at one point. Enough. <laughs> you know, it's like, and everybody's okay with that. They're like, yeah, no problem. Uh, you know, that's like, but you dared to take a character and do that with him. You know, that. Yeah. No, it, it, that was an excellent movie. And then Return of the Jedi. The Jedi, yeah. Had some, I mean, Return of the Jedi sort of felt like the first quarter of the movie was like a continuation of empire but then i found it quite jarring after yes that. Um, yes basically if i'm re-watching Je- uh uh jedi now i'll watch the the first the open and then mm-hmm. i'll watch the end like that for me is the core of what that movie like that's the important stuff everything yeah. in the middle with the ewoks and going to end or you know there's so much in the middle that's like but uh, eh. there was so much potential there oh, God, yeah. in the middle that could have could have gone back to those World War II movies again. Mm-hmm. We you know, mentioned about uh, Force Ten from Navarone and all this is 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 that was a perfect opportunity, <laughs> you know, yeah. uh, to 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 harken back to those. But uh, you know, yeah, a little a little bit wasted. Yeah, but but those those bits around it are so good. Oh, totally. Yeah, and yeah, and they had a story to wrap up rather than a story to tell, I think. Right. Uh, in a lot of ways, but the one they still stayed true, you know, basically they had to basically stay true to one. It felt like they had to sacrifice the other stories to stay true to one. So they picked the biggest one, which is, you know, Luke and Vader. Yeah. Uh, in that. And when, you know, at the end, when Luke throws away his lightsaber and it says, I don't care. Absolutely like, great. I, I've won. You you can't beat yeah. this. You're yeah, like, what are you going to do? Oh my, you're like, well, I'm just going to kill you. And I'm like, okay. Like, and you're just like, yeah, but okay. Good for you, buddy. Like, you know, but, screw you. But again, it was a mental battle. It wasn't yeah, an, a exactly. battle. And then exactly. like a the whole thing with like sister, right? Yeah. Uh, and that's what triggers Luke to kind of lose it. Oh, Luke goes know? apeshit. It's my favorite yeah. part of the whole series. Yeah. <laughs> totally. And, and, uh, when their Williams score is 
note perfect match. Yeah. To what's what oh, you're totally. seeing. Like it is, they are so perfectly in sync. Like if you want to show, you know, cinematically, you're like, how can film tell a story with just visuals and a score? I'm like, I'm going to show you this segment of Return of the Jedi as case in point of how perfectly that can be done. You know, that's so, one of the examples I go to. Duel of the Fates would have fit against any of the, the you know, that, that mm -hmm. sort of moment in that movie. Mm -hmm. But there just wasn't anything that was up to that level no. in, the, in the prequel trilogy. No, um, not at all. Not even remotely close. Yeah. Yeah. And it should have uh, been. It should have right. been. Right. I mean, the only uh, good thing the prequels gave us was the, the Clone Wars TV show. Clone Wars TV show. And, and I, uh, I think Tartakovsky's uh, Clone yes, Wars yes. as well. Uh, well it, and he was the, the creator of um, uh, General Grievous as well. Yes. That was from the Tartakovsky. Yes, he was the origin queen as well. Yep. That's right. Um, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, so that that was just, gosh, there's so much to go over in Star Wars. Um, Master Skywalker, there are too many of them. What are we going to do? Oh, blimey. We're going to have to have more episodes. <laughs> oh, exactly. <laughs> oh. It's oh, like a, yeah. oh, I, I found clips from the um, uh, original series, and they're all so bad. You know, the whole thing about <laughs> sand. I mean, ah, it's just... Oh. It, <laughs> well it's anytime you know watching like some kind of review, star wars review you know recap show or something like that and they'll play some clip use it, it a similar way but they'll, they'll play something from the prequels and i just immediately start screaming uh, uh at the tv no don't no 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 yeah i just oh yeah. So, yeah, the other stuff just to, so in terms of like, yeah, what else on here? Uh, uh, you know, I still have my, my theory about uh, uh, Kyle Ren and uh, Prince Zuko from uh, uh, Avatar being the same character uh, mm -hmm. yep. to explore, as well as the rankings uh, of the other movies. And the sh now we can do shows and... Uh, Avatar and, taps into a lot of the original trilogy. Well, again, sort of appeal of Star Filoni. Wars. That's where you can see that his love for Star Wars come through in that. Yeah, uh, very totally. clearly. Well, anyway, but yeah. but but he he had his hands untied. He could create this new mythology. Exactly, and, and it was pictures. free of all this other crap. Exactly. Yeah. He he didn't have to. He wasn't forced to have to retcon and fix other people's mistakes. So we've got uh, Star Wars Visions is released today. Volume released two, today. I I'll watch the first four. Oh, I've heard good things about it. I've I've yet oh. to, to watch one. Um, Man, so really and uh, the the, the fourth one in the at least in terms of how they lay them out, yeah, I just watched them in order of what they presented them as. The fourth one's the Ardman Studios uh, <laughs> one, which of course is hilarious. Yeah, uh, and so many little nice little touches that are just perfect. Brilliant. Um, but the uh, yeah, the first three were all incredibly solid. Uh, nice, nice. I've heard that they're all they they're, they're all pretty solid by the time you get to the end of the episodes um that there there's something that'll make you <laughs> weep <laughs> or, yeah. or 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 laugh um uh and compared to the first series i heard that this is more consistent in terms of the quality as well so yeah and it already seems that way uh, <laughs> and then so they also far. released today and it's probably it's not meant for us it's not meant for us and that's fine <laughs> right. we got young jedi adventures came out for the uh little ends uh which is uh, 
meant for the younger kids. But again, yes. you kind of wonder, are the younger kids going to enjoy it? Because we have that same thing we talked about earlier where executives are like, small kids want this. Mm-hmm. Do they? <laughs> Do they? Um, and then Although, we got Ahsoka. In terms of children's programming, yeah. it has gone leaps and bounds since when it those totally sorts has. of decisions were being made when we were that age. Uh, yeah. I mean, leaps and e- bounds. E- even, but but that saying that, um, some yeah, things yeah. have gone the other way. So, for oh, example, God, like yeah. the, the Transformers that we had are probably more adult than the Transformers that are in the cinema now that Ugh. are meant for adults. You know, Ugh. terrible stuff. Yeah. Terrible stuff. I, I, anyway, least, uh, at yes. We had Orson Welles back then. Uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, stuff coming. Yeah. So, Ahsoka, that is looking, I think it's going to be better than we're hoping it'll be. I think so as well. I, I've got a lot of faith in Dave Filoni on that one. And, yeah, um, and Dave Filoni doing his own character in their own story to, to make it basically the fifth season of Rebels. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, totally. The casting uh, yeah. looks great. Looks um, fantastic. Yeah. I, and then after that, so the two that we have for this year is Soka's in August. And at some point in 2023, we're meant to be getting Skeleton Crew. Skeleton Crew, I, right? I still don't know enough about that one to get into it. Um, Except for the fact of what we've seen, who's getting like to direct episodes. Yeah. The directors are good. Um, Directors are good. So that has me hopeful that that means they're like, okay, we're tapping these people, not just because they're good, but because they can tell this kind of story. Well, they, the one description I've seen is that they're kind of looking for that kind of, um, uh, the, the, the two things that have been cited are Stranger Things mm-hmm. and The Goonies. Okay. Hmm. So All right. <laughs> I, I don't quite know what to expect out of that one, but we'll see. But, I think and... the other one that I'm really excited about, though, is The Acolyte. Yes, absolutely. Let's go I... explore that. Yep, I think that looks uh, very exciting, and, and and seeing it from the dark side, mm-hmm. um, as well as having the kung fu element in there. Yes, um, even in that that sort of small clip that we saw, um, just looks uh, terrific. Um, the other it reminded uh, me of the Grandmaster, where in the fights mm, you'd see them like mm-hmm. shift their weight on their feet, and yeah, those little details that that really kind of bring it home. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking forward to that very much. So, especially after. Uh, I've been basically balls deep in uh, Jedi Survivor, uh, the new game. Uh, I've not played uh, it yet. So. Have you? And yeah, uh, uh, and then there's a, I mean, a major part of the storyline to give it too much away, but involves the High Republic uh, lore and nice uh, exploring that. Uh, you know, Cal can the main character can do it through the Force, so we get an extra narrative layer. That's like, oh, okay, and it's clear. You know, they're t- going to tie it in, set it up for everything else uh, it's nice. just it, which is again nice to draw that kind of storytelling into the fold with everything else um the other thing that dropped today as well which i watched which is well worth it it's only four minutes long is the simpsons uh rogue not one or something like that uh basically maggie ends up in the uh yeah uh <laughs> maggie ends up in the uh grogu's uh, little pod thing right <laughs> nice <laughs> and it's very entertaining. A lot of good. Again, it's like the Lego stuff. They just knock it out of the park because it's short and they just, they want to have fun with it. And uh, yeah. Cool. And uh, then we got Andor season two, August, 2024. Um, mm-hmm. And then. Can't uh, come soon enough. Can't come soon enough because 
God Boy, damn. that series. Whew. Yeah. And then, gonna, I got to save myself. Mapped out the five years. Yeah. Like, apparently five years on this five. project. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, I, yeah. uh, I, I, I want to, you know, I want to go back through and watch it again just because I know I'll need to before the next series, but also saving it just because it's yeah. so good. Yeah. Like I, I, I'm savoring <laughs> watching it, that again. It is the best series so far. Oh, for sure. It's easily. Yeah. Yeah. Easily. And then, but. uh, the finale to the bad bat season three, no date mm-hmm. on that yet, but I am glad that they are following, uh, uh Filoni obviously had a plan for that and, uh, yeah, it is going to end the next season. So yeah, we're really is, looking yeah. forward to that. Yep. Good call. Yep. And then and it, uh, Mandalorian season four, apparently. And the, the things that they're not saying, you know, the, the things there's been some shakeup on things that got pulled or things that got canceled or like, yeah. oh, they're not going to have a, se- a second season of Obi-Wan. Like, no. Why? You don't need it. I you know, they never there's, planned it. Him and Filoni, are, uh, Filoni and Favreau are smart enough to be like, no, we just need this bit. And like, yeah. and, and they're like, yeah, a con- you know, uh, 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 probably, you know, production cost wise, you know, something making like skeleton crew is going to cost significantly less than something mm-hmm. like Obi-Wan, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, and you can still probably have a ball with it and tell new stuff and new stories and expand. And again, the fact that we're able to sit here and discuss multiple, <laughs> yeah, multiple Star Wars shows that are coming out that are good. Across genres, uh, across well, genres, you know. and just you know hitting all sorts of different points, and like I, I, again, long time ago, that would have been not only unthinkable but un unwatchable. Yeah, no, uh, we, we know that firsthand. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> yeah. we it's our shared trauma uh, <laughs> to get I, here, you know, and and so and so now the fact you know when I see you know a lot of these reviews or something, you know, obviously that it's more. Headlingering, but like, oh, has the show lost its way, or what was the point of this, or something? Like, you don't get it. You know, not well, everything is custom made for you. You know, well, this is the thing. Like, Ugh. like I said, Young Jedi Adventures released today. I'm, I'm not gonna watch that. It's I hope it's great. Uh, I hope it's great. I hope the kids enjoy it. That, that's fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, there, there, there's so many good things to watch. Yeah, I can give that one a miss. That's fine. Yeah, it's okay. You know. I don't have to. It's um, not going to ruin or lessen my, you know, I'm not going on a Star Wars trivia bender or something like that. Actually, I'll be okay. Did you did you hear about this? The uh, hmm. guy that edited the Obi Wan um, episodes into a movie, oh. which apparently is very very good, sort of tightly edited movie, uh-huh. has been hired by Filoni now. He's working for them, and they bought the rights to the cut that he made because apparently it's amazing. Yeah, that's awesome, totally. and that's the way to do it. Yep. Um, and and they are going to be releasing that Obi Wan movie cut uh, at some point, uh, and I can't wait to see it because as, as, as yeah, there there were bits in Obi Wan that lagged and sort of lost mm-hmm. pace. Mm-hmm. So I am really looking forward to seeing that and seeing Same. it officially as well. And again, looking, you know, they're, they're viewing it more as a shared community, uh, you know, content community thing, you know, the, the deep fake guy for the, uh, Mandalorian and Luke's. Right. He got hired as well. He got hired because they're like, he's like, oh, that was terrible. Let me fix that. They're like, you know what? Yeah. Good idea. Come, come work for us. You know, it's like, rather than like typical Disney, let's sue them into, you know, into the stone age. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, you know, it's just this like. 
they they have this because Star Wars is big enough to tell Disney to say, "Hey, well, slow down, cool your jets, there, buddy." Uh, yeah. Mouse. Uh, <laughs> I, it's interesting. Uh, I, we're we're going, going over time here, but oh, yeah. uh, in uh, Obi Wan as well, I think they took a lot of the beats and the visuals from that from uh, Splinter of the Mind's Eye, which we mentioned mm-hmm. earlier as being yes. uh, sort of prequel, uh, especially that last uh, you know uh, confrontation between Obi Wan and Vader uh, yep. has a lot of parallels with Luke and Vader and Splinter of the Mind's Eye as well. Exactly. So. Um, which was cool. Uh, another thing, and kind of jumping off on to, so recently the um, I watched season three of Picard, which I thought was excellent. It seems like Star Trek have found their own Filoni uh, on that side, which is great because mm-hmm. it's 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 long overdue. Uh, but one of the nice things in in that series that I wish they would do more on the Star Wars side is they um, they didn't lift music from the uh, the the the, the movies directly, but they took different passages and stings and notes from the Star Trek uh, backlog of films and television and included it in the soundtrack for Picard. So you have like the horns from Wrath of Khan, you know, that, you know, oh, at, at key points in the series and they were so well blended in, but you loved that two seconds of hearing that music. And it seems like, like they're a little bit averse to doing that in star Wars. And I cannot understand some of it. Right. But sometimes there are moments where you think, boy, you know, especially like Luke turning up at the end of Mandalorian, some of that original music, I think would have improved things. And I've, I've seen yeah. people do edits uh, using the original music wholesale on that. And I don't think it needs to be the music wholesale, but sure having some kind of um, hint at that music or even a, you know, some kind of crescendo with, with, with your, you know, Luke Skywalker's theme would have been great. Um, I can understand when you're dealing with characters that aren't from the original series, but for God's sake, there's this great backlog (laughs) of music, make use Mm -hmm. of it, you know? Yeah, exactly. Cool. So Mm. I think uh, we're going to have to, uh, Fade out here. So uh, I think we're gonna have to catch up on current movies. We'll need to do another Star Wars special. Um, I don't know, Midsummer or something. We'll keep <laughs> right. the conversation going. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Two oceans.